0: Section twenty four of Hawaiian Legends of Ghosts and Ghost Gods. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, BC. Hawaiian Legends of Ghosts and Ghost Gods by William Drake Westervelt. Akumanas or ancestor ghost gods there are two meanings to the first part of this word for au means a multitude as in awa many canoes but it may mean time and place as in the following our ancestors thought that if there was a desolate place where no man could be found it was the place of many gods makua was the name given to the ancestors of a chief and of the people as well as to parents the Aukamakua's were the ghosts who did not go down into po the land of king melu they were in the land of the living hovering around the families from which they had been separated by death they were the guardians of these families when anyone died many devices were employed in disposing of the body the fact that an enemy of the family might endeavor to secure the bones of the dead for the purpose of making them into fish-hooks arrowheads or spearheads led the surviving members of a family either to destroy or to conceal the body of the dead for if the bones were so used it meant great dishonor and the spirit was supposed to suffer on account of this indignity sometimes the flesh was stripped from the bones and cast into the ocean or into the fires of the volcanoes that the ghost might be made a part of the family ghosts who lived in such places and the bones were buried in some secret cave or pit or folded together in a bundle and these were called unihippili the unihippili bones were used in connection with a strange belief called puli ana, praying to death when the body of a dead person was to be hidden only two or three men were employed in the task sometimes the one highest in rank would slay his helpers so that no one except himself would know the burial place the tools the clothing and the calabashes of the dead were unclean until certain ceremonies of purification had been faithfully performed many times these possessions were either placed in the burial cave beside the body or burned so that they might be the property of the spirit in ghost land the people who cared for the body had to bathe in salt water and separate themselves from the family for a time they must sprinkle the house and all things inside with salt water after a few days the family would return and occupy the house once more usually the caretakers of a dead body would make a hole in the side of the house and push it through rather than take it through the old doorway probably having the idea that the ghost would only know the door through which the body had gone out when alive so could not find the new way back when the opening was closed after death came the ghost crept out of the body coming up from the feet until it rested in the eyes and then it came out from the corner of one eye and had a kind of wind body it could pass around the room and out of doors through any opening it could find it could perch like a bird on the roof of a house or in the branches of trees or it could seat itself on logs or stones near the house it might have to go back into the body and make it live again possibly the ghost might meet some old ancestor ghosts and be led so far away that it could not return then it must become a member of the omakua or ancestor ghost family or wander off to join the homeless desolate ghost vagabonds sometimes dead bodies were thrown into the sea with the hope that the ghost body would become a shark or an eel or perhaps a muu or dragon god to be worshipped with other ancestor gods of the same class sometimes the body or the bones would be cast into the crater of kilauea people thinking the spirit would become a flame of fire like pele the goddess of volcanoes other spirits went into the air concealed in the dark depths of the sky perhaps in the clouds here they carried on the work needed to help their families they would become fog or mist or the fine misty rain colored by light with these the rainbow maiden ui delighted to dwell they often lived in the great rolling white clouds or in the gray clouds which let fall the quiet rain needed for farming they also lived in the fierce black thunder clouds, which sent down floods of devastating character among the enemies of the family to which they belonged there were ghost ancestors who made their homes near the places where the members of their families toiled there were ancestor ghosts to take care of the kappa or kappa makers or the calabash or house or canoe makers there were special ancestor ghosts called upon by name by the farmers the fishermen and the bird hunters these ghosts had their own kulkanas or places to which they belonged and in which they had their own peculiar duties and privileges they became ancestor ghost gods and dwelt on the islands near the homes of their worshippers or in the air above or in the trees around the houses or in the ocean or in the glowing fires of volcanoes they even dwelt in human beings making them shake or sneeze as with cold and then a person was said to become an ipu or calabash containing a ghost sometimes it was thought that a ghost god could be seen sitting on the head or shoulder of the person to whom it belonged even in this twentieth century a native woman told the writer That she saw a ghost god whispering in his ear while he was making an address she said that ghost was like a fire or a colored light many times the hawaiians have testified that they believed in the presence of their ancestor ghost gods this is the way the presence of a ghost was detected some sound would be heard such as a silbent noise a soft whistle or something like murmurs or some sensation in a part of the body might be felt if an eyelid trembled a ghost was sitting on that spot a quivering or creepy feeling in any part of the body meant that a ghost was touching that place if any of these things happened a person would cry out i have seen or felt a spirit of the gods sometimes people thought they saw the spirits of their ghost friends they believed that the spirits of these friends appeared in the night sometimes to kill any one who was in the way the high chiefs and warriors are supposed to march and go in crowds carrying their spears and piercing those they met unless some ghost recognized that one and called to the others alia wait but if the word was o e o throw the spear then that spirit's spear would strike death to the passer-by there were night noises which the natives attributed to sounds of rustling motions Made by such night gods as the following: Akua Hokio, whistling gods; Akua Kii, peeping gods; Akua Nalo, prying gods; Akua Loa, long gods; Akua Poko, short gods; Akua Muki syllabant gods. A prayer to these reads thus. O Akualoa, long god. O Akua Poko, short god. O Akua Muki, god breathing in short syllabant press. O Akua Hokio, god blowing like whistling winds. O Akua Kiki, God watching, peeping at one. O Akua Nalo, God hiding, slipping out of sight. All ye gods who travel on the dark night pass, come and eat. Give life to me, and my parents, and my children, to us who are living in this place. Amama. Amen this prayer was offered every night as a protection against the ghosts the amaka were very laka tame and helpful it was said that an amaka living in a shark would be very laka and would come to be rubbed on the head opening his mouth for a sacrifice perhaps some awa or meat would be placed in his mouth and then he would go away so also if the Okmaka were a bird it would become tame if it were the ale a small duck it would come to the hand of its worshipper if the puio owl, it would come and scratch the earth away from the grave of one of its worshippers throwing the sand away with its wings and would bring the body back to life an owl ancestor god would come and set a worshipper free were he a prisoner with hands and feet bound by ropes it made no difference whether the dead person were male or female child or aged one the spirit could become a ghost god and watch over the family there were altars for the ancestor gods in almost every land these were frequently only little piles of white coral but sometimes chiefs would build a small house for their ancestor gods thus making homes that the ghosts might have culia or place of their own where offerings could be placed and prayers offered and rest enjoyed. The Hawaiians have this to say about sacrifices for the Akumanas. If a moo or dragon god was angry with its caretaker or his family, and they became weak and sick, they would sacrifice a spotted dog with awa red fish. Red sugar cane and some of the grass growing in taro patches wrapped in yellow kapa. This they would take to the lua or hole where the moo dwelt and fasten the bundle there. Then the moo would become pleasant and take away the sickness. If it were a shark god, the sacrifice was a black pig a dark red chicken and some awa wrapped in new white kappa made by a virgin this bundle would be carried to the beach where a prayer would be offered o akamonas from sunrise to sunset from north to south from above and below o spirits of the precipice and spirits of the sea all who dwell in flowing waters here is a sacrifice our gifts are to you bring life to us to all the family to the old people with wrinkled skin to the young also this is our life from the gods then the farmer would throw the bundle into the sea bury the chicken alive take the pig to the temple then go back to his house looking for rain if there was rain it showed that the anuka had seen the gifts and washed away the wrong if the clouds became black with heavy rain that was well the offerings for pele and hiiaka were awa to drink and food to eat in fact all things which could be taken to the crater this applies to the four great gods kani ku lono and kanola they are called the first of the ancestors each one of these was supposed to be able to appear in a number of different forms therefore each had a number of names expressive of the work he intended or was desired to do an explanatory adjective or phrase was added to the god's own name defining certain acts or characteristics thus kane pua kane the pig was kane who would aid in stirring up the ground like a pig this is one of the prayers used when presenting offerings to Akakuas, O oh, Akakuas of the rising of the sun, guarded by every taboo staff. Here are offerings and sacrifices. The black pig, the white chicken, the black coconut, the red fish, sacrifices for the gods and all the Akakuas those of the ancestors those of the night and of the dawn here am i let life come the ancestor gods were supposed to use whatever object they lived with if ghosts went up into the clouds they moved the clouds from place to place and made them assume such shapes as might be fancied Thus, they would reveal themselves over their old homes. All the Akukas were supposed to be gentle and ready to help their own families. The old Hawaiians say that the power of the ancestor gods was very great. Here is the magic power. Suppose a man would call his shark. O Kuhalamona, the shark god, O the one who lives in the ocean, take me to the land. Then perhaps a shark would appear, and the man would get on the back of the shark, hold fast to the fin, and say, You look ahead, go on very swiftly without waiting. Then the shark would swim swiftly to the shore. The old Hawaiians had the sport called lua. This sometimes meant wrestling, but usually was the game of catching a man, lifting him up, and breaking his body so that he was killed. A wrestler of the lua class would go out to a plain where no people were dwelling and call his god Kualua. The amakua Ghost God would give this man strength and skill and help him to kill his adversaries. There were many priests on different classes who prayed to the ancestor gods. Those of the farmers prayed like this: O great black cloud in the far-off sky. O shadow-watching shadow, watch over our land, overshadow our land from corner to corner from side to side do not cast your shadow on other lands nor let the waters fall on the other lands i e keep the rains over my place also they prayed to kane pua kane the pig the great akumako of farmers o kane pua root dig inland dig toward the sea dig from corner to corner from side to side let the food grow in the middle potatoes on the side roots fruit in the center do not root in another place the people may strike you with the spade o oh, o oh, or hit you with a stone and hurt you a mamma amen So also they prayed to Kukia Oluwalu, a taro amuka god. O Kukia Oluwalu, make the taro grow. Let the leaf spread like a banana. Taro for us, O Kikua. The banana and the taro for us. Pull up the taro for us, O Kukia. Pound the taro make the fire for cooking the pig give life to us to the farmers from sunrise to sunset from one fastened place to the other fastened place i e one side of the sky to the other fastened on each side of the earth amen amen trees with their branches and fruit were frequently endowed with spirit power all the different kinds of birds and even insects and also the clouds and winds and the fish in the seas were given a place among the spirits around the hawaiians the people believed in life and its many forms of power they would pray to the unseen forces for life for themselves and their friends and for death to come on the families of their enemies they had special priests and incantations for the ana, or praying to death, and even to the present time the supposed power to pray to death is one of the most formidable terrors to their imagination. Many Huns, Ipas, and Kupas were classes of fairies or gnomes which did not belong to the ancestor gods, or umakas the Manihuns were fairy servants some of the polynesian islands called the lowest class of servants manehuni. the hawaiians separated them almost entirely from the spirits of ancestors they worked at night performing prodigious tasks which they were never supposed to touch again after the coming of dawn the Epas were usually deformed and defective gnomes. they suffered from all kinds of weakness, sometimes having no bones and no more power to stand than a large leaf. They were sometimes set apart as spirit caretakers of little children. Nu Anu Valley was the home of a multitude of Epas who had their temple on the western side of the valley the kupuas were the demons of ghost land they were very powerful and very destructive no human being could withstand their attacks unless specially endowed with power from the gods they had animal as well as human bodies and could use whichever body seemed to be most available the dragons or moos were the most terrible on the islands end of section twenty four